What up, what up, what up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of A Drink and a Game. Um, my name's Dre, a.k.a. BK Brawler 537 Y'all already know where to catch me already, but you know what? I'll repeat it anyway for those who are listening for the first time. And if you're listening for the first time or watching for the first time, please like, subscribe, follow, rate us. And I assume that you're going to give us five stars because I don't think we deserve anything less. You know, um, today is a very one of our special episodes of A Drink of the Game. Uh, we're in Women's History Month. You guys might have heard us talking about this on our Gamers Network podcast, which you should listen to if you haven't listened to that shit yet either. You know, and I'm here joined by the queen of gamerish, Miss Felice Cat. You guys uh, probably been seeing her all day. She's been streaming like all fucking day today. Um on this day that we're recording and going live. <laughs> those who don't know, this is a live podcast. For those who are listening for the first time, this is live. So if someone's in the chat and say something to us, you will hear us talking to people in the chat also. And I have a special guest too today, Miss Erica, a.k.a. Eri Fonzarelli. Hope I said that right. No butchering there. You know, so say what up to the people. You know. Hi. I'm really Hi. excited to be here. I'm glad you are. So, well, I we I made a post in our Gamers Network Facebook page, people, which we always tell you guys to join. And I was trying to get some ladies that would like to sit down on the pod and just talk about their experience in gaming and what they're going through, uh, shit they love about games. So we're going to get into that. But before we get into that, thanks all who are tuning in right now, of course. Uh, thanks for watching. You know, uh, special guest day, ladies month, doing this this week, next week, and maybe in the future it might still have more because this is something I feel like um, it, it's a subject that not a lot of people get into. So, you know, I'm like, this is something fun that could happen and just, you know, explore some ideas and show off other people other than my ugly mug. And if you guys <laughs> really have um, no glasses on today and I feel very self-conscious let you people know right now for those who are watching, like I'm not used to not having glasses on. So um, excuse me if you see me not looking at the camera because I don't want to see my face. You know? <laughs> but let's start off where we always do. What are you guys drinking? Felice, what, what, what is your drink of choice today? I have a glass of Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, it's just basically a red. Okay. It sounds expensive as most wines always do, unless you're like really into it that you know exactly what you're drinking. It's cheap. It's cheap. Yeah. But it's great. <laughs> what about you, Erica? What's your drink of choice? I also have a red today. It's actually just a Blackberry Merlot, Merlot that I picked up from the grocery store uh, not too long ago. It's a favorite of mine. It's. Uh, it's really good. You can definitely you can definitely get it at your local grocery store. It's not fancy or anything. A big bottle usually runs you about eleven ninety nine. Oh, no, I, <laughs> Did you I gotta start drinking wine. Yeah, I, 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 this week, I swore <laughs> off wine. Like I drank a lot of wine this week, and and I've started waking up feeling fucking weird. Like my stomach is like in knots when I would drink wine. Oh. I so like I'm just not drinking wine anymore. I have like five bottles I'm giving away. Like inside this house, I don't want no wine around me. Yeah, you're free to grab them whenever we see each other. Like I'm, whoever comes to my house first come first serve could come and grab these bottles of wine. I'm swearing off of wine, um, but I'm always double fisting, you know, ha ha ha. But um, I got like a spring margarita and a Corona. You know, I usually drink Corona with rum, but uh, it's, it's springtime, right? Like we're in the first week of spring, so why not? drink a little margarita for today um but you know erica you know you're here you know we spoke a little but i was trying not to get too into your life because i didn't want to ruin anything for this podcast so <laughs> go over like what game have we been playing or what game like strikes your interest at the moment even if you're not playing like if you're watching it there are you playing any games right now Okay, so my two main games that I'm playing right now have been Assassin's Creed Valhalla and The Sims 4. And The Sims is my The Sims is my usual game. And um, I'm actually hoping to start a new Let's Play for my streams. And throw out that handle. We want to let that the people know. 
<laughs> yes. You can usually follow me streaming at BESNTV1 because I do it for work. So I'm the marketing and communications manager for this esports tech startup. Nice. But and what is it like being part of that? Like, how, how does that all run? Um, well, there's only really a handful of us right now, but um, we are working very hard to improve it and make it better every day. Uh, my founder works very hard. Um, he usually comes, he's usually based in Atlanta and I'm all the way up in Ohio, just hiding out in the hidey hole that is the Cleveland area. So I do a lot of social, I do a lot of social media. Um, I write articles like the ones that I had sent you previously before the podcast. We'll get into that. Yeah. So it's definitely like anybody who tells you that like the video game industry is just like strictly like for playing video games. They're definitely like liars because there's a lot more that goes into it because I do more than just play video games. Yes. So but tell me about your experience with Valhalla because we've had a lot of um, conversations about Valhalla. Like, how do you like it? And do you think it's too long? <laughs> Okay, so I actually wrote an article, and it's literally, okay, it's definitely headlined, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is the too long, is the too long repetitive RPG I've been looking for. Oh, man, Eric would love to hear this. <laughs> Eric would love to hear this. So, um, my first experience with an RPG was actually Skyrim, and it was about two, three, two years ago. So I played it a lot in 2019 and I loved it. My problem with it was is that I like had like two going on three saves going and I was doing the same stuff all the time. <laughs> and guess where I don't have that problem in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed with Skyrim, no matter how much I try to switch up my weapon set, weapon set. Like I keep going back to being a sorcerer and using magic, no matter what. You know, I said I was going to be Legolas and just go with a bow and arrow every no. everywhere. Because yes, I'm a Lord of the Rings geek. Um, yes. But um, and I tried to just kill everything with a bow and arrow. But then after a while, I'm like, you know what? A little electricity wouldn't hurt right here coming out yes. my arm. You know, but that's been my problem. But continue. Don't didn't mean to interrupt. No, I like definitely understand, but I'm the same way. Like, even though I had like two or three different Skyrim saves, I was pretty much playing the same person. You know, I was, I use a bow and arrow all the time, but my stealth ends up being like 100, like two hours into the game because I'm creeping all the time. <laughs> so, damn. But, that's how I get dead. Yeah, but like, but that's usually like how I play games. And so Assassin's Creed that way is like perfect for me, though, is that like I have like, you know, a lot of people like the one complaint that I saw among my friends definitely was that they felt like they couldn't assassinate people, you know, enough. Like it did like you didn't need the mechanic as often. Well, they're talking to me who uses the mechanic like regularly. Yeah. yeah. Are you one that? turned on automatic assassins like i turned it on like if i'm gonna sneak up and stab you from behind i don't want your health bar telling me that you can't die so i turned on automatic assassinations if i sneak up from you from behind like, i don't have automatic assassinations turned on but i do have it where you can look around with your right joystick and if there's people nearby you can assassinate them so you can do like a twofer the double, yeah I, I got that skill too but i i just i like the realism so i'm like in real life if i was to stab someone in the neck from behind and they just because they're bigger than me i don't think that means they don't die you know <laughs> like, i think they should go down you know so but, but yeah. I also have the skill where if you sneak up on someone and their health bar is only like halfway when you do a stealth attack, I have it where you can do the timed attack where if you time it perfectly, you end up succeeding in doing a in your, your like the like full bar assassination. Yeah, I don't have that one, but I guess it doesn't make sense. I don't have sense that either. You know? oh, <laughs> I love that. I just love being able to tie. I just, I love assassinating people. My only experience before Assassin's Creed Valhalla was constantly doing the leap of faith for 20 minutes in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Oh, yes. oh that's my yes. favorite. Black yes. Flag is my favorite Assassin's Creed, yo. yo Tim it's, said, a, it's a perk. Mm -hmm. oh, I love right. the perks. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Tim, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for tuning in. And I love that bottle. I hope you know. I know I saw that bottle you put up on Facebook, man. And and I'm like, yo, we. I know you say you're not opening till you celebrate it. So I think me coming to visit will be perfect opportunity to open up that damn bottle that you bought, man. I know it costs a lot, but Dre's with it. Dre's with it. You know? Of course. <laughs> At least this is a bottle. Dre's definitely with it right now. Um, actually, I've been actually playing several games. Uh, I'm trying to remember if the other one is the same, but I literally started playing. What? Well, well, you know, I, I usually play my regulars, the um, Indie Call games. of Duty. Well, yeah, that, but also, you know, I dabble in Call of Duty, stuff like that as well. But I've been playing uh, Dead by Daylight because I saw streaming today earlier. And for indie games, uh, I beat Ori and the um, Blind uh, Forest because I love beautiful games. But I have been playing uh, the second Ori, which is the Will-O-Wisp. The Will of the Wisp. I call it Will-O-Wisp because it sounds like the same thing, but it's not. But, um, it's like playing- the Pokemon move. Right. It, right. Yes. Yes. It is exactly like that. But um, yeah. Um, I've been playing that. I also have been streaming. Um, what do you call it? Uh, I can't remember. I've been playing Apex, but this is mm-hmm. another indie game specifically. Apex only because like I all of a sudden I, I play the game and I won one, so I think I'm amazing. But I'm not. <laughs> like I'm like oh I'm the baddest thing out there. I had one kill and one revive <laughs> and no deaths, no not, no damage lost, and I'm like I'm the best. There is the best there was, the best there ever will be. You know who that is. Who says that? Bret Hart. Muhammad yes. Ali. Yes. Yeah. Actually, both. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm a huge both. WWE fan. I, so. Yeah, I, I said to him because he like he lo- he loves wrestling. But, I um, love wrestling too, but it has been yeah. so long since I've watched. Same. I haven't really watched since I was a child. Uh, because I was that was my bond with night. my bond with my grandpa was watching wrestling. But, oh um, man, that's me and my grandmother. Like she raised yeah. us. Oh, so your far. grandma? Yeah, she raised all her grandkids to watch wrestling. That's all of us. amazing. But um, no, the game I was trying to think of, I just looked up on my Xbox. It's A Plague's Tale Innocence. I, I think I mentioned it during the um, podcast. Yeah. yeah um, this game is like everything. It's creepy. It's got the feeling of the, the game that you played, which I can never remember the, t- the name of it, but let's, let's say Life is Strange. We'll, we'll just say that. It's like the, that genre of game, except it's with the plague. So, and I mentioned the podcast the other day. I'm sorry I'm talking about it again, but like, damn, it's good. It's good. It's good. So, with a plague's tale, though, um, it's like I think I think the whole thing is that you're protecting your brother and trying to yeah. escape um this place because you know you guys are being hunted yeah. and then there's the rat thing going on and everything but my pro- only problem with the game like maybe i didn't play long enough but yeah. i didn't feel this connection with my brother to really there's a reason him. there's you a know, reason like, for that though yeah because well it's been out long enough you could give me the reason because i'm just like oh, I, I, I don't want to no, tell you i no don't like spoiling games no, because like playing Life is Strange 2 and you got your brother, like I felt yeah. the connection with my brother yeah. in Life is Strange 2 from yeah. the get-go. You know, like and when I was playing a plague's tale, I'm just like, oh my god, I gotta babysit this motherfucker. As in <laughs> in um in Life is Strange 2, I'm babysitting my brother, but this this kid got superpowers. So it's like, man, this is cool. I'm I'm training a superhero, you know, like so. You're the coach. You're the coach. Yeah, like tell me what it was about a plague's tale that that like make you made you feel some type of connection well, to the characters. I I would like to say that I think that for me, I won't say I played mad hours. I didn't because I, I I kept getting caught in the garden trying to escape. I haven't got I have not escaped yet. No, I did. Don't laugh at me. It's been a lot of times. You know my thing is I die a lot. Okay, it's okay. Oh, that's a mood. I, it's a thing. Thank you. I die, I die a, lot, a lot too. And it's okay as long as I'm having fun. But um no, um if I, I pay attention to the to the when you find like little things around the house, like I, I, I pick up things. I'm a completionist. So the mood that I got between listening to the, the workers in the house and the mom and seeing the backstory is that the kid is sick and cause the plague thing, I think it's him. 
He is the plague. Literally. The way that the people treated him, it's like they're like, oh, he's sick, so we're all dying. And I haven't gotten that far to figure it out, but I'm pretty sure I'm not wrong. That it's him that's killing everyone in the village. Spoiling that's your hunch. Yeah. It just seems right because I saw this weird trailer and I, it's probably it's spo- <laughs> I don't watch trailers ever. Just don't watch trailers. <laughs> but no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the bond with them, the bond between them to your uh, question is um, she feels as if she has to protect them because it's her mom's last wish. Not since she died. Yeah, yeah, I understand her reasoning, but, but for us, I don't. I, for oh, us, well, because we, because your mom asked you, because it's like it's like Game of Thrones rules. You 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 do what you gotta do because they told you to do it, and it's you're the last one alive. Like you're the Stark of the family. You're the one that's gonna marry this dude who you don't wanna marry, and it's like I'm sorry, my brain. Thinking, like it brought me back to the days of babysitting Ashley in Resident Evil Four. No, and, it's not the same because Ashley grows up to be a grown ass woman. You know, Help. but still, like, <laughs> I was just like, you have to carry this girl, and she's getting scared, and it's just, oh my god, woman, like I could kill I these zombies if you if you just run over here, you know, like we could take them out, you know. But I mean, but but to her to her point though, she wouldn't have the babysit if they didn't treat her like that. If they would have told her to, because it is Women's Month, History Month, if you if they would have changed the schematics of the game, if they would have said instead, hey, okay, she's a little kid, she's scared. Kid versus her being a girl guy. She's scared. I got it. Her dad is the, was he was not Nemesis. He was the thing with the big eye on his shoulder. Yeah, I, I knew you were talking about. I can't remember his name. I, I know can't think his name. About. Yeah, but yeah. Um she did a lot of work in the game. Okay, if it wasn't for her jump, you propping her up and getting to the switches, you would have died too. So, like, don't sell her short for having the babysitter because she helped you save your life. Hey, you can't, don't get me no, started no, no, on no, Resident no, Evil no, Puzzles. Don't get, don't don't get me started on Resident Evil puzzles. puzzles. Okay, you know puzzles. how I feel about Resident Evil. I like puzzles. He hates puzzles. But... <laughs> To her point, okay, women in each game, even though they they just they dispose as being the people who are scared, uh, less health bars, yada yada yada. Literally in games, we are the smallest. We fit through the spaces. We go through the scariest shit that the dudes can't do because they can't fit there. Even though realistically, if they could fit, they wouldn't get through there. Let's be real. Um, so like until dawn is kind of like that. Oh, yeah. you played until dawn. Did you play any? Until of the dawn other is great. Or the other stuff like Man of Medan and. I've oh. watched somebody play Man of Medan, but I'm actually hoping to play Little Hope myself. I actually don't have a console. I just mainly oh, have okay. my PC right now. I would have told you that you could have played online with me. You could do like oh. two players, do share play. <laughs> Tell Naomi. Like, Thank you, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> he gets me going. I'm sorry. But yeah. yeah Tim's the best. Tim's <laughs> the best. You know, but um, what other game you said you was playing? Oh, no. Actually, wait. Before I get back to you, Erica, Dead yeah. by Daylight. Um, Felice has been 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 playing a lot of Dead by Daylight from your yes. streams. You've been having a lot of damn fun on that game, and yes. Dead by Daylight is a good game. Especially, it's crazy how it's become what's become it's coming back beginning. again. Like the beginning of that game, it got shitted on like crazy, and then it became like one of the best survival. Like Among games. Us, like Among Us. Yeah, and it was just like uh, so. What 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 are you loving about Dead by Daylight right now? What keeps keeps you going back for more? Because although I like the game, I could only play it like for an hour at a time, and then well, I'm like, all right, something else. Today I only played. I only expected to play for an hour, or at least thirty minutes, and then play Call of Duty for thirty minutes because I mean I'm used to the trolls in Call of Duty. <laughs> um, but Dead by Daylight. I don't know. Out of nowhere, I got I got better. I mean, I still suck, which is fine. <laughs> but it just seems different. Like, I, I guess also because I, I I bought some extra characters. I bought the the nightmare thing because I used to be. I, and I said this earlier, uh, Tim. It's a horror fan's dream. Yes, I am a horror yeah. fan. I grew up on all horror movies. Like I, like all movies. I, I, uh, John, John Carpenter. Uh, did I say that right? John Carpenter, yeah, John Carpenter Stephen yeah. King, um, the other dude, and the other dude. I can't think of them because they're all dudes, unfortunately. Um, literally, uh, I um, with this game recently, I felt more connected to it because I decided to play it on my own. 
beforehand, I was playing with other people, and they realized it was a very toxic community. Because when you go in, I mean, even if you play with some of the killers, they just keep like trolling you. It's kind of it's kind of upsetting. But um, yeah, I I went into this game with a different mindset, I guess. Uh, and I realized that there was so much more things like I didn't know beforehand because I let the toxicity of the community kind of blind me to it that there are like skills things you can learn there are literally a whole like leveling system there's actually two leveling systems there's a killer and there's a the survivors and then there's a separate thing which is the, the the blood points I didn't know that I know what the blood points I don't understand the blood points I never read the blood points because it's too many words at the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> was, I was like that too I just leveled up the shit and I was just like I don't know what I'm doing right now yeah. but yeah, and then someone, someone today in the other day playing it told me like, "Hey, uh, did you know that the flashlight is to blind people, and you can use the toolbox to take down the the hooks? And did you know that some of them have abilities where you can like fight back?" And I was like, "You can fight back?" Yeah, I had no clue. You're teaching me something new today. <laughs> yeah, right. you're teaching me something new today too. So for me, Dead by Daylight, recently between that and my friends whom they are great i was playing with other people they're great and they literally jumped in my stream uh the i think it was my birthday stream i had on friday and uh they made it so much fun where i was just like i need to play this more because like it's a safe it's a safe space it's, it's a bunch of women i mean granted there's some boys involved too but we call them the community husbands oh. <laughs> yeah they have no say but they're sweet um but yeah it was just, it's just fun uh, when you have people to play with, it's the, the thing is called the uh, kill your friends. I think yeah. that's what that's what they call it. So play your friends, and it, it becomes more fun. I think. Gotcha, gotcha. And Erica, The Sims. What gets you going with The Sims? That's your shit, right? So. Oh my well, gosh! It really is. <laughs> I remember when I used to be addicted to The Sims back. I in love the, the day, Sims. I fell off. I fell off. So what's going on in the world of Sims right now that's got you coming back for more? Well, they just, okay. A lot of people, first of all, I know a lot of people like have a lot of complaints when it comes down to like the Sims 4, but I don't think I ever fully appreciated the Sims 4 until I got my current laptop. It's an Acer Nitro 5, so it's like a gaming laptop. But before that, I was just... I had like an Acer like gateway laptop from like 2012 and that's what I was playing on. So the graphics were pretty gross, even though the Sims is, you know, a pretty new game. So I got this gaming laptop and started playing vanilla, like no mods, no anything. And I just never went back to using mods because the graphics were so nice. I did not want to mess it up with, and it loaded so fast. Like <laughs> well, these wait. loads, Really? It's crazy yes. what loading times did to us now. It's like I can't play a PS4 game anymore because PS5 has ruined my idea of how long <laughs> I can sit in front of a fucking TV screen without touching the controller. I know? just I just remember like on my big laptop, like it just taking like 15, 20 minutes, even like without mods. And with mods, it even took like longer, of course. And then I just get this laptop and the first time I play it just to test it, it takes like seconds. And it just, it completely blew my mind because I had spent like, I had had this laptop for like eight, nine years. And to just have just like a new model, like as of like fall, like 2020 has just like, change the way i game truly like that's gonna be felice in a few weeks oh my gosh thank you i was gonna say that, <laughs> that's literally me right now we're having this uh stream on my laptop i could do basic bare minimal things and also i'm a i'm a sims lover i have origin as an app on my pc i've followed sims my whole fucking life it's on yeah. every single console that is possible yeah. Including expansion packs. But um <laughs> yeah, I have a desktop which I need one more cord for and I will be there. I will be there. Yeah. And that's the thing is that I have at least like all but like four expansions at this point. So I've spent Yeah, a lot so of money. I've Yeah, I've probably been playing about like I don't know. I think The Sims 4 came out in 2015 and I bought it in 2017. Like they had just yeah. They had just added swimming pools when I bought it, and I had gotten it for the $5, of course. Yeah, of course. Of so, course. but I I just love, like, 
building a pool and just seeing like the crystal clear water. And it's like, wow, the water wasn't so yeah. clear like six months ago. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's so much more customization with like the mods. And like they also came out with this new pack uh, type called kits where it's one specific aspect of gameplay and you buy it for like $5, like just for that. It's basically a microtransaction. But I've bought yeah. two out of three because the third one was clothes and I didn't really need 90s inspired clothes for what I try to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I barely buy clothes. Yeah, so I did, but I did buy the Bust the Dust kit, which is like cleaning gameplay, it makes your house like dusty, so you have to like vacuum it and then oh, like. I can do that shit now, okay? Yes. And your house gets like dusty, and so it accumulates like dust bunnies that you can like befriend. And I think that's like the the most hilarious <laughs> part about these new bunnies, kids. like from the big comfy couch. Basically, that's. You know, I mean, they I'm don't look just like. I lost some people with that reference because a lot of people yes. don't know about the um the big comfy couch. You know? I do. Like I missed cool. that show. Truth yeah, that was told. a good show. That was a good show when I was younger. You know, it was crazy. But yes, continue, unless you were done. Well, I just wanted to say that the other kit that they have was like a country kitchen pack, which is just like an entire just like kitchen set of like decorations for your build buy. And I bought that because this watch has kind of reminded me of my mom. She always talks about getting a farmhouse. So I'm probably just going to build her Aww. a tiny farmhouse. That's so in sweet. Sense. Yeah. So building is kind of like the main thing that I like to do in Sims. I mean, I do have like a couple of Let's Plays that I like to do. I'm working on a Game of Thrones Let's Play, actually, to yeah. celebrate the House of the Dragon spinoff. Um, so, yes. but I've, and I've even made like Game of Thrones characters like in the game. So, yeah. but building is kind of like mainly like where my passion is and I'm terrible at it, but I try my best, but it's I love yeah, I love recreating things and I love um, decorating shells for sure. <laughs> I mean, I can I'm definitely do that. A, uh, lazy ass motherfucker. So like, <laughs> even though I be wanting to build stuff, as soon as I zoom out and I see, oh shit, they finally moved out of that lot. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm moving in there. So I don't got to build all this shit right now. I was going to build a second floor of my house. And I'm like, wait, there's an empty lot with a second floor store at home there. So let me just go and just relocate my whole family and all your Game of Thrones thing, like, um, did you create Ned Stark just to die? Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Why are you doing that? Don't tell people. You want to know, man. That's my man Boromir. You know, that's what I know him as. Boromir, son of Denethor. How Stupid. similar are Ned Stark and Boromir, though? Like, let's let's be real. Um, but I've actually only created Targaryens so, so far. Okay. Um, so all, of, all in the name of too. yeah, all in the name of legacy challenges. So, following Targaryen family tree and going back ten generations. Damn. So That's I mean, I I tried that on. Actually. Yeah, I know. I tried that on um, my older. I tried that on my older laptop, and I got pretty far. I was probably like generation six. But mm. I was like clean. But like as soon as I got this laptop, I was like clean slate. Oh, <laughs> oh so yeah, you of over. You didn't continue that. No, sometimes I think about booting up the old laptop and. Uh, checking it out, but towards the end there, uh, my laptop actually got stepped on by Great Dane. So, it's, yeah. uh, the screen's a little cracked. So, I was kind of playing, like, I was kind of playing with, like, ink, like, ink blots. Oh, yeah, I was dedicated, though. I was still going. That is not fun, though. If um, I could see the center uh, screen, though, it was okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I, that... Yeah. Oh, go ahead, please go ahead. No, that sounds pretty dope. I mean, the fact that you, well, the Targaryen thing for me sounds like epic because I was always curious about how that would look. I am curious about that still. Um, but as for a screen, I was going to say that I am no uh, stranger to crack screens when playing video games. I've cracked several screens, unfortunately, doing odd things. So, like, yeah, I understand. I feel your pain. Oh, 
So since we're talking about um uh, uh like uh, things that might make us sad, you know, I wanted to like bring up this idea. I don't want to bring down the tone of our show because we're having a good time, but you know, sure. we also get into like real talk here, here and there. So like, I have you two ladies here, and there's like some. There might be some guy listening that might be. Uh, a rage online player and stuff, but I'm just like, what are you guys' experiences playing games online? Is it like mostly positive when you are mostly negative, or sometimes do you feel like you can't even talk when you're playing games online? Because yeah, I know Felice got in, start again into this earlier, but like, what what what's it like being a woman gamer like that likes to play online? You know, I guess I'll start. I'll start with you, Erica. Then we'll get to Felice. I know she has a story to tell. Yeah, and it's actually and not like funny, not like haha funny, but oddly enough, like I don't play a whole lot of multiplayer games. I'm a very single player person, so I don't do. I I mean, I do. Yeah, I do a lot of um, I do a lot of like in person like co op games. Like, so I like to play couch co op. Yeah, so I like to play uh, Duck Game on the Switch right now with my boyfriend and his like eight-year-old nephew. Oh, so that's our main—that's our main game that the three of us play together. But um, as far as like playing online, even just streaming, uh, my experience has been um, has been oh, has been overwhelmingly positive. But at the same time, I know that I'm just now streaming out, and I'm kind of new, so I kind of have like this. Not for, I kind of have like this like foreshadowing feeling that like, you know, the more, like my numbers climb, even though I'm not really, you know, looking at them. But I know the more people who watch, like the more, you know, like my job, my my workplace garners and I myself garner, I know like the more they're coming, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying, so I'm trying to like prepare for that because I see so much of it from, uh, on like Twitter and like in the Facebook groups, and so Not I kind of Grace Facebook group though. We're no, very- never. It's always in. Uh, it's always in those weirdo like Twitch hosting groups where like people just like drop links, and when you have a question, like nobody answers you, and they just drop links in the comments. Uh, like it's always like it's always like those kinds of groups. Yeah, uh, I see that. Yeah, so never really like close knit community. Never really like close knit communities like what BESN TV tries to foster and what Gamerish Network has. But um, I don't want to say that like I prepare for the eventuality of trolls, but like I kind of do. Well, they'll always come. They'll always mm-hmm. come. One way or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, agreed. <laughs> um, what about you, Felice? I've been doing this a bit longer. <laughs> yeah. I have a bigger following, I think. Um, and uh, with that, uh, it's just different. It's, you expect not, well, no. It's best to not expect things. It's best to just uh, be there and do what you need to do and try to keep a positive mind. Because realistically, trolls are going to come, like you said earlier. There are trolls, and it has nothing to do with you, which is the hard lesson to learn. It has nothing to do with you and everything to do with someone either wanting attention or someone just being miserable in their own life and wanting to get the satisfaction of getting that attention or making someone else miserable. Uh, But it doesn't hurt any less at the same time. Um, In my experiences, uh, which has been a lot, depending on what game I've played. I have still, which I think I, I need to delete them because they're still in my Xbox and my PlayStation. But I have uh, a bunch of messages from people from Overwatch, which my friends can tell you thoroughly that I've cried over. I'm not going to lie about it. I think it's okay to cry. It's human. Yeah. <laughs> Men, women, and women should cry to get past things, but I've got messages in different languages, which I've either knew from it being Spanish and English or just translated some words and known that they were like disgusting. And it was like based off of them not being able to play good and not necessarily me, which has a different statement separately. I'll tell you about what I found about 
but which, which I found about later uh, yesterday. But um, it would be either that, like messages, or like they would find me on social media and troll me. Um, my Twitch has been good for the most part. I won't lie to you. With me streaming on Gamerish and me streaming on Police Cat, but um, I do get sometimes some messages that I do ban. I be my own moderator by banning things on both both things. Uh, but pe- basically, just people are just people, and I know that people shouldn't. The the concept of people shouldn't be trolls, but literally knowing that you are a female at times when you're playing Call of Duty or any competitive game where you're online. As soon as they hear your voice, they're either, oh my gosh, do you need help? Do you need this? Do you need that? Oh my gosh, are you? What do you need? Which is rare, FYI, depending on what you sound like. To the, which I won't repeat on this podcast because I know we are a uh, 18 above podcast, but I won't repeat it. Just like some very uh, censoring type conversations of my body parts and or my gender, and or where do I live, and or I will try to look you up through your ISP, ISPN and your whatever, and you're just like, for someone who actually has taken IT, I know that they can't find me. Right. <laughs> but most people do not know that. They could possibly live in fear of thinking that, oh, this person said they're going to look up my, stu- my, my stuff. They're going to look up my, my IP address. And they're going to, like, try to find me. And, oh, my gosh, I can't play this game more. I got to be scared. Like, making someone live in fear is not a good thing. And it's just a video game. At the end of the day, which is what I do at my stream. I say my stream all the time, which is why I say I die a lot. I do die a lot, though. I, I do. Yeah, I, you know. You know. <laughs> but I know. Having fun with it. But, mm-hmm. yes, yes. My thing with me saying it so much and I, I verbalize it during any streams I do is because – I say to people like, listen, I die a lot. It's gonna happen. Like, don't take this serious. It's just a game. Like, we could reset. Mm-hmm. And people take people sometimes. I don't know if they're just being like extra because we're women, or if they're just being like, oh, you're a woman, so you like what well, it all. It all seems being a woman though. Actually, like, at least what I have encountered. So crazy. Yeah. I don't know why it is that guys, some guys feel threatened that a woman is better than them in a shooting game. Oh you my know, gosh. Yesterday you know, I did epic. It. It's like some guys that's out there hate it when they see a woman that's in first place, you know, and especially when they think all female gamers do is go online and show their boobs to get followers, which is not all female. Boobs off screen? Boobs yeah. off screen? Yeah, you know. They're down there. And They're so, down there. Crazy. So there's a lot of misconceptions out there. Hopefully, this stuff could like go away soon, and more guys could see females, ah. you know, more serious gamers like Erica. Like you're doing the the esports thing. Like I think I would love to see like more female esports teams out there. You know, because I know there's some out there, but they don't get like the the camera. What I would I would love to see more more uh i would love to see all i would love to see more all uh black esports teams or women of color esports teams specifically but at the same time like i my hope for representation in the video gaming industry is that at some point we won't have to say that this person is the first to do this Mm -hmm. at some point it becomes normalized that we are all doing the same thing but i also at the same time like in order to get to that point we have to acknowledge that these barriers are being broken which is why yeah which is why representation like matters so much in the video games that are being made but every week week. (laughs) but i um even though, like, I personally haven't experienced, like, um, vi- like uh, multiplayer co-op um, online playing, like, video game hate from, like, online players and, like, strangers, like, I know my friends have. Like, even though I'm not an FPS, like, co-op player, like, my other gal pals are, you know what I mean? Like, they play Call of Duty, like, together. So they have had these problems and when they're together and they're playing together and they get into rooms together, it's a hundred percent worse because there's two of them. Mm -hmm. It's like twice as bad. 
Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Online hate is crazy. Like, and I can only imagine if all this was was how much worse it was when Xbox first went online back in the days. You nope. know, I can only imagine how nope. bad it was back then because I remember the shit I had to deal there. with just for being a black kid playing a video game online, you know, and so and I'm just like, how do you even know I'm black? Like, well, your name says BK Brawler. <laughs> like, yeah. so just assume because I'm from Brooklyn, I'm black, you know, so. You could like, have just okay. been the Burger King Brawler. Yeah, Maybe you I just really like, like Burger King. Burgers. You know, I could be the Burger King Brawler, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was saying before, like being being a unicorn, because I, I it's the best thing I could represent myself as, which is why I when I do streams, I always ref, uh, say that what Call of Duty specifically, my last goal was to get that unicorn, which happened to be a fucking cat shitting a a, a, a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> but I still took it. I still took it. But literally, being a person that is a black woman, that is queer and open like yeah i get it always because my character on xbox specifically rides a unicorn and she has a mohawk i love that and there's a rainbow in the background so yeah i got i got it for forever the unicorn came from when i had a, the previous console because they had the the avatars or whatever that's still there yeah so yeah. like no they're one can get right now they're expired <sighs> You can't. No one can get it, but it still pops. I refuse to change it because I paid. I, I paid my time to get that. Right. <laughs> but no, I, Dre, I totally hear what you're saying. Like that. That was hard in the beginning. I didn't even talk in the beginning because of that. I tried twice, and I was like, nope, nope. But and this is from not Xbox. This is from when I played World of Warcraft. People either wanted to simulate sex with me. Oh, gosh. oh my gosh. You know what I mean? You're typing it out. Right, yeah. yo. People crazy. either wanted to simulate sex with me, or they wanted to lead me into a raid and leave me in in the space. And I would just—it was not fun. But how are you just gonna leave somebody in a raid? People be doing that shit. Like even the ESO online. Like I'd be uh -huh. like, y'all can't leave me because I'm your fucking healer. So <laughs> I was a healer. I was yeah. a healer. <laughs> It's crazy, like, but ESO is only four of you at a time, so it's like yeah. only one healer is allowed. So it's like, yeah, y'all want to survive this boss battle? Yeah, but could I be usually the weakest one there? I'd be riding their coattails. I'm like, yo, I'm just riding their coattails, and to add another head to my house, you know, another fucking boss head to my house. Like that's why I'm here right now. You know, and some people could tell, but like they're like, "This is your first time doing this." I'm like, "Yeah, just keep killing things. I'm here. I'm healing you. <laughs> I'm here." You know, but I know it's I, crazy. I'll huh? ask you a question. Uh, sorry, continue. I asked afterwards. No, I was done. I was done. Uh, I would say, uh, not TBK, but to you, how would you change the narrative in gaming for women in reference to not necessarily us just receiving this? The situations that are happening because you can't really change anyone's personality. You can't change how they are. So how would you how would you change the narrative in reference to us seeing the behaviors that are happening? How would you change like what we do? It's not our fault. We're not victims either. But how would you change that narrative? Um, it's it's hard to change the narrative without people demanding solid evidence that things are happening. Like it's so, it's so hard that like in the age of technology to take people at their word and believe them. And I think this constant need for hard physical proof just needs to be eliminated because sometimes like, sometimes the videos disappear. Sometimes the videos are taken down. Sometimes the content's not there. Sometimes you get locked out of things. And I just feel like there's always, I mean, a paper trail is so important like for court proceedings, but when you're online trying to vent about this thing that happened to you, people want to be like, well, can we see what happened? Or, well, where is it? Well, why don't you show us? 
Yeah. Like, I shouldn't have to show you a clip of people following me around in Among Us just so that you know that, like, people were following me around in Among Us after they asked me if I was a girl. You know, I didn't think about that until we were talking. Like, mm. oh, my gosh. I'll never forget. Just this one time. Just one time. I just played Among Us. Played Among Us by myself on my nice new laptop. <laughs> minding my own business. Yeah. And, like. And I'm always orange because I, because my, uh, my college colors are orange and brown. So I'm always orange because I wear the little knife hat among us. And somebody was like, my last name is Stark. It's like, I spelled out my name E-R-Y-K-A and my last name is Stark. So that, that's like my little screen name for my person. Yeah. So somebody was like, hey, orange, are you a girl? And of course, like, I'm like, I'm not thinking. I'm it like, yeah, out. I'm a, right. Like. I just typed back. I'm like, yeah, I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. And then and then I have like two people follow me around the whole game going on dates while I'm trying to do my tasks because oh, I'm a crewmate. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not going on a date with you. I said, I'm trying to do my tasks. And they just kept following me. I don't even know if one of them was like imposter. But like, it was funny because like they got kicked out like the one got kicked out so quickly uh, but then like once somebody got kicked out for like following me like somebody else like started following me like yeah of course of course they would of course they would it was hilariously insane um i just want to say because from what you just said about that whole situation uh one of the groups that gamers has started following recently which has been like slowly but surely <laughs> uh, uh, showing up sometimes for us um, has been uh, Black Girls Gamers. Um, yeah, it's it's very slowly, surely. They're <laughs> so like, great. I have not had a chance to like communicate with them one on one, but I'm in oh their Facebook gosh. group and yes. I follow them on Twitter. And I follow I... them on Twitter, and I, I follow them around like a puppy dog because they're oh my all gosh, me too, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my to my point, what I was trying to say is that um. They kind of make some of the examples from or, or of things that I think that we should do as women. Not that it's our responsibility to not get mistreated, but um, things that we should do as women to like fight against that and just be, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I definitely think just Which like hard. regularly. Hard, yeah, I so. I think maintaining like your self community. Like, ma- yeah, maintaining your community and like, but also just like maintaining like your self esteem and your self worth and like reminding yourself that you're better than the things that people, you know, might say about you. Mm. I think, I think just like maintaining and like knowing that you're, that you are better than what they say, I think is helpful too. And I just feel like, I feel, I feel like a lot of, uh, content creators who are women of color because they get so much hate I've noticed like it really it, it just brings them down so much and like I want to like be there for them like so bad and like it makes me emotional to talk about it because like because it's like you like because you're watching them like you know because oftentimes like when they post on social media you know they're seeking support about you know am I the content? Am I the content creator? Like I think I am, or are what the troll is saying about me true? And I want there to be so much more outpouring support and resources for women of color in gaming, like for these, because I feel like a lot of, um, a lot of us taking, you know, these hateful comments to heart also has to do kind of, you know, with our psychology. You yeah. know, as black as black women, we are so disrespected in the United I mean, we're so disrespected like all around the world. Like and so I think um a I think a specific support like for the psych for um for like the mental health of women gamers, like or of of uh, female gamers of color, I think would be um, a helpful resource too. It wouldn't help change the, I wouldn't help change the narrative, but I think it would, I think you, okay, that's not true. I think it would change the narrative in the fact that it would give 
um, women a stepping stone in helping combat um, something that they get attacked for on the daily. Because for a lot of uh, content creators of color, especially women, like, this is their whole job. Like, this is, yeah, like, this is what you do, you know, from the moment you get, from the moment you wake up and, like, after, like, you eat breakfast, like, this is what you do. And then, like, you know, you eat dinner and you, like, spend time, like, with your family and then you, like, go to bed. But, like, this is what you fall asleep like and this is what you do with your day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I all your points there. Well said. Well spoken. I, for once, somebody shut me up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> She was quiet for a minute. Can I, I let you it's know? The that was the third. That was the third. For a long time. I was like, see, this is, I guess, what a lot of us men need to do to shut up and listen sometimes. That's what I'm telling you guys. Oh, you got to do. I hope my wife's not watching. <laughs> and I think it really does take, I think it's not even, you know, and it's not even just, I mean, men, do men need to like shut up and listen sometimes? That's- yes. But yeah, like but- I think everybody, I think every I think everybody owes it to themselves and like the people around them to give to lend a listening ear sometimes and like just be quiet. And I always feel bad because people really be because I really try to do that sometimes. People will just be like yakking away and they'll look at me and they'll be like they'll be like, what? And I'm like, nothing, I'm just listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. That was amazing. Yamel, thank you for being here. Yes, thanks. Thanks for being one of our million followers. (laughs) And so, um, to get back, I guess, on the lighter side of things, you know, (laughs) you know, and I know you, um, other than you doing the esports stuff, I know, Erica, you said you were you're doing journalism right now, and I saw uh, you posted in Game Rich Network, you posted one of your articles. So, you guys, you can look up Erica, she has an article on there where you were writing about an indie uh, African American indie um, game developer. You know, I read the whole thing. It was a nice piece. I think I commented on it and stuff, you know. But, uh, yeah, tell us about that journey and what you're trying to get back into. Um, so, I, so the funny thing about me is that I went to, you know, I went uh, to undergraduate school for six years for a four-year degree. So I got, so I got four years of education and uh, two, and uh, two years of, two years of victory laps but i loved but i but being in college for like longer than like four years like definitely helped prepare me to like overcome my anxieties i originally wanted to go to law school so a journalism degree was just kind of my stepping stone for that and i started out in like pr and public relations but i didn't really want to like clean well at this time, I didn't really want to clean up the messes of like companies, you know, handling PR crises, like doing advertisements for them. It wasn't really what I wanted to do. So when I took uh, the reporting class that you're required to take for like your general education for the degree, like I flourished in that. So I ended up switching my major. So I did a lot of diversity and like on campus uh, reporting. Um, I wrote in and I reported about protests that went on on campus because I went to my college years were 2012 to 2018. So I so they were pretty formidable years like for the country and for just like American society overall, just because I, you know, came in at the reelection of of Barack Obama and then I left in the middle of the Trump administration. So it was. Yeah. So there was a lot of, so there was a lot of reporting on campus, a lot of uh, feature profiles about, um, about people of color in higher administrative offices. Um, I wrote a lot of opinion articles about social issues and representation. I, what else did I do? I was in Students for Sensible Drug Policy when I was in college, and um, that was more into, like, my desire to, like, be in, like, law school was because it was for, like, fighting for a lot of, like, legislation. But, like, towards the end, like, towards the end of my college career, like, I didn't really even care about law school anymore because I was loving journalism so much, and so I focused on that so much more. Mm. So kind of my, so like I spent like three years focusing on like wanting to be in law school. And then I spent like my other three years of undergrad, like focusing on journalism. So that's kind of, you know, I pretty much split my six years of college in half that way. Mm -hmm. But, um, 
I had fallen out of it because I had come back home and there, you know, there aren't as many resources in the suburban Cleveland area where I live, you know, cause I'm not directly in the city anymore. I'm in the suburbs. So I, so I did what any sensible uh, working class Northeast Ohioan would do. And I got a job at a sub shop <laughs> and um, I actually really enjoyed it. And then Come, uh, and then come the summertime was when, um, I was reached out to about this opportunity with Black Esports Network. And so in the summertime, oh man, I remember, forget, it was July 3rd, 2020 was when I, yes, I do. I do. It was just so, it was, yes, it was the first time, like. It was no, it was the second time I had ever had like a postgraduate like job interview. So yeah. it meant like, so it meant like so much to me. Uh, not to interrupt you, but it was just like, yes. I still remember like, it was just like that job you just didn't expect. Like when I got hired for PlayStation, I remember exactly what I was doing, exactly <laughs> where I was when I got that phone call for the yes. interview to go work for PlayStation. I was just like, oh my God, I, I have to get drunk today. I'm. <laughs> To fucking work for PlayStation, but go ahead. Yes. Sorry for the interruption. But you, no, but you totally understand, like, how it feels to, like, and, of course, like, I'm looking at the stuff, and it's, like, video games. I'm, like, man, I'm, like, I just play video games. I don't know nothing about, like, making video games or, like, being in video games. So I'm just, like, I said, and, of course, like, at the time, like, I've only played, like, Sims and Skyrim. And so I'm like, man, I was like, I don't know nothing about video games. And you tell somebody you play Skyrim, you get mad, you get a lot that's of props. Good, yeah, okay? that's yeah, that's a good start. That's a good start, actually. Yeah, Sims and Skyrim are were really, you know, my were really, you know, the two games that I played for a while. And I was, I've always been a simmer since like I've been a simmer since 2004. And I was All like, right. and I'm 20, I'm 20, I just turned 27 in December, so I'm a youngin. Aw, <laughs> but um. But yeah, so in July, when um, Tim Fields, the founder of Black Esports Network, you know, when we had the video interview, he was telling me that I'd be focusing on like content creation. So I'd be streaming, but I'd be doing social media, which I was already familiar with. I'd be writing articles, like highlighting black game developers, which as you saw, like I'm starting to do now. So I've, so like I was, I was adding on like more responsibilities sort of like in like the marketing aspect and like doing like, you know, social media and like advertising and like content creating. But I was also kind of in my roots of writing articles and reading press releases and posting them and like getting blurbs and like, you know, calling people and being like, I just need like, I just need like a couple sentences for my story so that it looks nice. And, you know, of course, when they're like, yeah, you can get a couple sentences and then you accidentally end up being on the phone for like five minutes. But that's how you, that's my secret though. That's how you get them. You're just like, yeah. I just need, a, I just need a couple quotes. And then you just, and then you, but you just start chit chatting. And like, so I, so I've been able to use a lot of my journalism skills in this new role, which has been really, really nice. And I'm still kind of learning and overcoming like my anxieties. Like, like I said, you know, of like being in the industry and like not really knowing and like being so new just all the way around. So, mm -hmm. but you know, with it coming up, like, you know, my interview being like a year in July, like I'm starting to feel like much better than I was like six months ago, you know? Yes. Yeah. Comes naturally. I'm glad, man. It sounds like sounds uh, good. this is, is good stuff for you. I hope for future success for you. You know, like shit, you coming back on the show talking about, you know how much money I'm making from this shit right now? <laughs> you know, so uh, I'm glad you're doing it. And um, like I had nothing else to add, like unless you guys wanted to bring up anything else. I guess I wanted to ask, but I guess we got into it already. Each of you, what you feel like, what would you guys want for the future of like female gamers? I would say, what would be like the perfect future for you guys each um in the world of gaming for women um if i can i'll i think i can speak for um felice a little bit here when i say that i think it's like a multifaceted issue mm -hmm. like it's gonna take a lot of pieces parts to make like the perfect future for female definitely, gamers definitely yeah and it's a good time and i actually like 
in fall 2020, I also wrote like an opinion piece and it was, it's a great time to be a gamer girl, sort of. And I mean, it sort of is like, it's a great time. Like there's, there's much and more representation coming, uh, more gender customization, more skin color customizations coming to games. Like the, the amount of progress between 2021 and even just like 2011 has been exponential. And like, yeah. I've only, and like, just, and like, just from just like me, just like playing and like being just kind of like on the sidelines and only just like, you know, reading about games and not really just like being like a big gamer until, you know, I got the job. Like, it's, I didn't think that it would change as fast as it has. But for as long as video games have been around, it's like also, it's surprisingly unsurprising it took this long. But we still have a longer way to go. So far. So far to go. I get upset all the time when I'm like, oh, I can't choose my... Not only can I not choose my gender, I can't choose what color my skin is. Oh, my gosh. I love that cup. <laughs> is that chalice? Yeah, actually. Hey, cheers. That's fire. Man, I think... Oh, I'm almost <laughs> done. Cheers again. It had, it had we like forgot this. him. We forgot him. We forgot him. Dre, right. oh, yeah, okay. I'm at the end you. of my damn drink. It's still yeah. some in there. Cheers. Yeah. yeah. I drink that. And they, my spiders actually had like big red gems on their bellies. But, uh, you know, I've had this cup for so long that the glue just like came off and I haven't had a chance to get new craft glue. That's cool. It's still a dope ass cup, especially on stream. I can't even tell. But uh, oh, yeah. yeah, what you're saying, like I, I do really agree with what you're saying in reference to we have a long way to go because I often find, like I said, uh, games that I'm like, oh, they had the opportunity to take advantage of being having women in this or having a variety of ethnicities or, you know, versus 10 shades of white passing and not this. You know, or even yeah. like, oh, yeah, they did have a woman and a man, but they only have like three shades, and the only black person is charcoal, which is beautiful, yeah. but not the representation of everyone, you mm -hmm. know. Or like, oh, what game was it I was playing recently? I can't even think of it right now, but we'll shut the games out in case they want to sponsor us one day. But, um, no, it's important, representation is so important, and you can look back on probably almost every stream you will always hear me talk about representation of queer people, of people of color, people, women, people, women in general, and video games. And I know that some of the games that have happened during the pandemic that have shined a lot in reference to not how much they sold, but how much talk has gone, uh, uh, has happened about them. For instance, like the, was it, I was gonna say Ellie and Joel, uh, Last of Us with the, the main mm -hmm. character, the other main character, the the villain, being super masculine, masculine looking, in reference to that, and just oh, that's not possible as a woman. Like any any game a woman's in, she's getting criticized. I mean, the guys can criticize too if they're black or people of color in general, but the women in general, she's too strong, she's too muscular. Oh, Tomb Raider, why is her boob smaller? Why is her butt smaller? Why is she so strong? Why is she so weak? Or Wonder Woman, the movies. Oh, this she's not sexual enough. Or the new not Snyder. We're not talking about Snyder because it's still too soon. Uh, or the second one. Oh, they hypersexualized them and they all look like fucking like they're about to be strippers. Also, strippers are fine. FYI, sex work. I love strippers. Strippers aren't sex work either. FYI, but and that's the point. Um, but my point is, like, why do we talk about these things? People are people. Can we just people and play games and watch TV? In a I would love way. to just people and play games and watch TV. Yeah. yeah. That'll be a perfect world, you know. But, hey, this is why I have you ladies here to put <laughs> all these things out there, you know, uh, in ways that I can't explain because I just like to game. I don't care who the hell I'm gaming with. I know you don't care. You like this person. Let me play. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let's do this. I don't care if we're on the losing team as long as we're having fun, you know. Except when I'm playing NBA 2K, because my cousins are listening right now. I know you guys 
take NBA 2K as if Seriously. we're getting paid NBA <laughs> money to win these fucking games right now. But we're not. Probably after we get off this pod, I have to yeah. go join them on the court right now. I know, you know? I know. <laughs> so that's how it is. But um, as usual, people, thanks for tuning in. This has been a very good episode. Erica, thanks for joining and participating. Next week, I will bring some more ladies here with Felice and myself. And Erica, you're welcome to join us whenever again. You know, I'll love to hear what you're um, up to and, and progress with things. Share your articles on the Gamers Network Facebook page. And if people, if you haven't joined it, please follow the Gamers Network Facebook page. We are about to convert to one page, people. One page. So go to the page. Don't look for the It's group. the same thing I keep posting. Yeah, Don't show up somewhere posting. else. Because yeah. that's not where we be at. Yeah, you need to show April up 1st. at the right address. That's yeah. the address. Don't go to the other one. Hit the the right address. And yeah. um, Discord, Twitch, GameWish <laughs> underscore network. We are there. Um, follow Felice Cat when she's in um, Cat's Corner streams. Follow Freddy and call Mad King. I don't have and all their Twitches. And they're, they're streaming Apex. Like even tomorrow, tomorrow, 11 yes. a.m. stream. Um, we're recording on this Twitch. on Monday, for those who don't know. And then tomorrow's Tuesday. Tuesday. We have, they're going to be streaming on Twitch. 11 a.m. to 1? Yeah, I think 11 to 1. Some Apex Legends, unless they decide to switch it up. But, um, and as usual, guys, if you could join our Patreon, we got new and bigger things coming. April 1st, we're going to be dropping a lot of new shit on you guys and just trying to do our best and get bigger and better. You know, and Erica, I can't thank you enough. Thank for you. To do this stuff and joining me and Felice here. Thank you for being the woman. No, yeah. thank you so much for having me. I'm so thankful. No, it's no problem at all. It was my pleasure. And so, people, as usual, enjoy your drinks, enjoy your games. Peace out. Salute.